Hello, gorgeous soul. Welcome to the Sex and the City Hippie podcast, the podcast for high achievers looking for motivation, inspiration, and raw vulnerability regarding healing, mindset, and manifesting. If you want to break free from societal expectations, heal unwanted subconscious patterns, and manifest a life that sets your soul on fire, then you are at the right address. It is my mission to teach souls like you heal and manifest from their hearts and not from their heads. I am Daniela Cura and as your host, I will bring harmony between our spiritual side and our rational side because I believe that we need both, like a true sex in the city hippie. I was always a high achiever and coming from a rough and traumatic childhood, I always made sure to work as hard as I could to achieve my goals. And even though I was living the life, I was feeling dead inside. I got myself out of that rock bottom and now I want to take you with me on this journey. I am so excited that you are tuning in to today's episode. This podcast is going to be a little bit dark <laughs> and I want you to know that the wisdom that I'm giving you is my wisdom. And know that you have the power to tap into your own wisdom as well. I'm going to tell you a crazy story that happened during one of my ayahuasca ceremonies. I'm not going to specify which one because I want to consolidate the, the, the person that I guided in this. So, a lot of people fear dark energies attaching to them and in ayahuasca yes you can have some transference of trauma but i believe that even if that happens that's exactly what needed to happen in one of my uh, in one of the retreats that i gave so far there were two souls that had transference i knew one of them had had a really painful uh, abortion and there was another woman that doesn't have children that needed to that was having a lot of abdominal pain during the ceremony not ayahuasca but sisolivin and she needed to give birth so i got the message from the universe like you need to guide her into a full-blown birth so i asked one of my other uh, facilitators to come and help me help her give birth but I knew that it wasn't the birth of herself. It was the birth of this other soul that was also in the, in the room. So that can happen when you're working with plant medicine. However, I am not someone to teach fear. I am someone that teaches light. I am someone that teaches how, that will teach you how strong you are and how much power you have. And the basics of all of this is my Kura Manifestation program that you can have. Uh, immediate access to if you wish to get it today when you're talking about spirituality and working with all of that that is the basics of everything and then you can go further and develop it further so my um, my journey to darkness was when I started to go into the darkness myself 
and my own darkness i mean you know suicidal thoughts big trauma a lot of fears a lot of self-pity um i always had a lot of dark energy directed to me from a lot of jealousy from you know people that were close to me friends family people that literally told me i want what you have and all of that and i never knew how to protect myself and i always thought that that protection needed to come from something outside of me until i realized that that protection is inside of me the moment that i learned through the methods that i teach in the quota manifestation program the moment that i learned how to handle my own darkness how to direct my own energy that's the moment that i understood that i could really direct all energies not just mine but everybody's energy and i didn't have to protect myself a lot i mean yes i use some some things that will help me be- when i'm carrying bigger groups and you know i cover my head whenever i'm going into very crowded crowded sp- spaces because i just cannot handle all of the energy um i will immediately be be drained within 2 seconds but it's really important that you know that dealing with darkness is not something that you have to do outside of you yes you can use sage to cleanse your energy you can use agua de florida to take a shower you can put a salt you know these are just tips that i can give you you can put a uh, um himalayan salt in a glass of water leaving your living room put it underneath your bed for one day and then throw all of the water outside and use that cup only for this practice these are all practical things in spirituality they're easy to google what you cannot google is how the fuck do you handle your own darkness how do you get yourself out of the deepest steepest part of everything and i think this is one of the reasons that i tell people that i don't advise people to do plant medicine without doing the kura manifestation program first why is because you need to be hand be able to handle your ego's toughest fights Remember the ego is going to fight you so hard for you not to experience the truth of reality that you are a light being that is going to show you the scariest things when you are not ready for it. And that is exactly what happened to one of the souls that um I had the pleasure to guide in this ayahuasca ceremony uh last Saturday. So I prepared them, you know, the universe is going to prepare you and put your intention and all of that. And the difference in my guidance in an ayahuasca ceremony and a psilocybin ceremony, which is mushrooms, is that I always compare it to so my ideal route for someone would be you do the kura manifestation program, then you do a psilocybin Then you do a shoko blaze which is like a combination of sisolibine with truffles and a little bit of ayahuasca and then you go to the real thing. I mean you can do ayahuasca if you want to but then you need to be prepared for a lot of depth. 
You need to be able to handle your nervous system for whatever you see, whatever you experience. So the level of discomfort is just going to be maxed out when you do ayahuasca. And a lot of people also have different ceremonies. Like not everybody's ceremony is dark. Like, of course, you have to see some bad things. But, you know, I've also had people that recorded just being in bliss fully all the time. So that's also really beautiful. But for a lot of people, it starts with the darkness. And I always say it's when you compare ayahuasca and the just navigating the darkness, it's you can even see it as a cenote. Cenote are like those caves that have are filled with water. Now imagine that there is a cave that is filled with water that everybody knows that there's the most beautiful beach on the other side of the cave that you can only access through the cave. But you have to go into the darkness and you cannot see it. And it's perfectly timed. Nobody has ever died. You just have to keep on swimming. So you're guided and you're like, okay, I'm going to start swimming. And then you start doubting because you, obviously you're holding your breath. And you're like, am I going to make it? 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 And you have to trust that there will come a time that you will see the light and you will be out in the beach. That's exactly how I explained ayahuasca to a lot of people that the ego is going to fight you in the darkness and if you choose to go back to the darkness then you're just going to stay in the darkness so you just have to keep swimming keep swimming keep swimming keep thinking about your intention keep thinking about the beauty keep thinking about god invoking god invoking light invoking all of these beautiful parts of you that are guiding you and you know understanding that it's just the ego fighting you really hard for you not to see that beautiful beach so I prepared um, my three friends and I told them, listen, I'm not the guide, but I'm here to support you. So if you need anything, I already talked to the guides. They know me. Um, I'm, I'm right here for you. But I know that being a guide, sometimes it's about helping. But a lot of times it's about letting you go through your shit <laughs> and letting you do whatever is necessary for you to go through your shit. So I remember hearing this person screaming. And I'm like, okay, sh you know, this person is in the process. I'm just going to let her be. And then it was all like as if I was underwater. So I didn't even hear much. So I know that that's not my cue to help. So I was trying to get in. And I didn't get in, even though I, I drank like three times. I could not get into my own process. And now I know why. It's because all my three friends needed my help. One of my friends was going through deep trauma in his body he was trembling, so I had to like sometimes uh, uh, do some breathing exercises with him and um, checking in on him. And then another friend of mine, she just wanted to sing and she was like super in a happy bubble and it was really beautiful to see. Um, but just, you know, reinforcing this beautiful experience with her through singing and just, you know, hugging. It was really beautiful. And then this other friend, um, I think she got stuck in that loop of darkness right and it was exactly what she needed to experience right because it was it was her um it was her her lesson to learn and the story that i want to tell you about darkness is that you cannot drive darkness out with darkness and i work a lot with traumatized people um, from light trauma to heavy trauma. Um, some trauma I don't work with 
so I kind of filter it out a little bit, but I know that I am capable of working with deeper traumas. I remember there was this one time in one of my retreats where I had uh, one of the queens that came to my retreat was traumatized that she would physically get stuck in a certain movement when she was triggered. And after the retreat, because of the work that we did, she didn't get triggered anymore by the fire alarm that usually was, was one of her triggers. So I know that it's, it's, you know, the universe has given me all the knowledge and all the wisdom that I needed when I healed my own trauma as well. But we're talking about the nervous system. And the nervous system is literally the part of you that picks up on unsafety cues. And I hear this person screaming, help me, help me, why don't you guys help me? And because instead of me hearing her scream as if I was underwater, I hear her, I heard her very clearly. I knew, okay, that's my cue to go help. And I went there and I see the shaman, uh, the the second person that was there to supposed to help, um, another person that was there to help her and... They were all trying to, like, grab her and with, like, force to to calm down. But this doesn't work because that means you're tackling darkness with darkness. And her nervous system was so upset. And their nervous system was so upset because they wanted her to calm down. It's like seeing a child having a tantrum and screaming at the child. The child's only going to scream louder so then the most beautiful thing that ever happened to me in all of my healings that I've ever given I just say her name I say her name and it was as if people were like struggling with each other she turns around she looks at me and just by the tone of my voice she came straight towards me this this person is bigger than me so she could definitely knocked me out um, but I'm used to that working with with <laughs> with trauma you never know what you're gonna get and she put f- her forehead on my forehead and we started breathing together and it was as if I tamed a lion and I'm stroking her arms and I'm telling her to breathe and that she's safe and doing the things channeling energy giving her a healing and then she just calmed down and we were talking for a little second and I'm I'm channeling some energy through her system because she was because she stayed so long around the toilet there was a lot of no bad energies around her so I was like uh, you know cleaning her um, so that and and the shaman was also doing the same thing but obviously if she's not cooperating and she's trying to move away then the shaman cannot really do a lot either so then I got her calm and we wanted to get her back to the ceremony space and she gets out of it again and instead of talking to her I I started singing and then I started singing and then again she calms down and here I am cleansing so it's her in the middle the shaman on one side and I am on the other side. 
and I'm singing and I'm cleansing her and I'm giving her energy and I'm cutting cords. I don't know, I was cutting some cords behind her back and the universe was doing his thing through me and the shaman and I were like in this beautiful co-creation of supporting this beautiful soul into her, into her light and that we finally could get her back to the ceremony space. So what happened after for me was so beautiful that I didn't drink any, drank anymore, but I was very, I, I think I was sober, maybe I wasn't, but it felt as if I was sober. It felt as if, I mean, I could channel and, and let the universe do its thing. So I wasn't thinking, but I wasn't also, you know, really deep into my process either. The moment that everybody was calmed down and everybody was out of it, I went in. And um, obviously I'm grieving Vic, so I started seeing Vic and I didn't want to lay down on the ground. I ended up laying on the ground and then I ended up getting, um, so one of the, one of the um, facilitators is, has become a friend of mine and she says the most beautiful voice and she came to me and uh, gave me a private concert where I was laying because I was laying like a couple of meters away. And I was laying on the ground and she came and gave me a private concert. And it was the most beautiful experience that I had. Just grieving and just crying. And I cried, I think, for two days straight. After the ceremony even. Um, I had to give one of my master classes. And I remember like bef an hour before that master class, I was still grieving, still crying. And I think that this is what I mean by embracing your darkness and not being afraid of it. I know that in the Kura Manifestation program, I teach you how to deal with your emotions, how to deal with your darkness. So I know that at this point, I'm a, I have a PhD in emotions. So I know how to handle emotions. I know how to handle nervous systems. I know how to handle trauma. I know how to heal people uh, from an energetic level, you know, channel psychic. Oh, there was also one really cool thing that happened is that um, the person that was next to mine, another friend of mine, his brother had passed away and he was already kind of out of it, or at least he was at the beach, he was no longer in the dark part. So he was talking and talking about how beautiful it is and how he has seen everything. And I'm like, I'm letting him talk, I'm not listening to him. But then I see his brother next to him on his left shoulder and I'm like, Ugh, he needs to stop talking because otherwise he's not gonna see him. So then I turn around and I tell him, hey, listen, you need to stop talking because there's, you have a visitor. And he goes inside and within five minutes, I, he starts crying and I hear him crying like, ha ha, he's seen him. So that was also really beautiful to, to witness. So it really is about embracing your darkness, about learning how to, how to manage it. Personally, I'm not afraid of dark entities. I am protected and guided by the universe, my ancestors and spirit guides every day of today and for eternity. This is one of the things that I say. Feel free to repeat it, re rewind it and write it out. I also say this during my moon rituals. During my moon rituals, I also, you know, help you cleanse your energy and all of that. But during my, with my Kura Manifestation program, I teach you how to handle your darkness. And I think that being able to do that gives me so much 
trust in the universe and just surrender to the process and to the universe. It's really funny that the, I think the, the day that I con conquered my darkness was during a dream. I had the weirdest dream. It was maybe a nightmare. I don't know. Where I was laying in bed and I was having intimacy with my ex-husband. And all of a sudden my ex-husband turned into someone else. And I was like, oh, who are you? And I pushed that person away. And then I look outside the window and there was this big kind of monster with big teeth outside. And usually I would be very scared. I mean, when I was in my healing journey, I would get night nightmares like this all the time. And they would even become physical. So I remember one time I bit my ex-husband or I would scream in the middle of the night, waking up, waking him up and, you know. But I haven't had dreams like that in a long time, thank God. But then this monster wanted to come and eat me, I think. And the funniest thing happened, that instead of being scared of the monster, I put my hands in prayer, like I brought my palms together and put them on my chest. And I said, okay, if it's God's will for me to die today, then it's God's will. And I start praying. I think... And I believe that that is the moment that the universe gave me the lesson on darkness. It's about surrendering to the universe, to the light. Not to the monster, but to God. Having God in your mouth every day, praying, intention. For me, God and universe can be used interchangeably. I know that there is a lot of people that have, you know, religious, religious trauma and that not have a nice association with church and so forth. But it's okay. For me, it's God and universe interchangeably. And I have God in all my prayers every day. So I know that the, for as long as I walk with God, for as long as I walk with the light, the darkness can, can do shit. Because it's also vibration. It's also energy. So if I'm vibrating at a higher frequency, those lower entities cannot do me anything and even if they come to me I could have the power to transform them I could have the power to transmute them not transform and transmute them um, because if you listen to my podcast on how to develop your psychic abilities you also hear some stories of my psychic abilities as well and they're very similar it's just energy and how to how to guide that so if you're listening to this and you're scared that things will, will be attached to you, entities or any of that, or you have a feeling like you're carrying around people's things, understand that it all starts with you, with you having self-management, being able to manage your own energy and your own emotions so that nobody, nobody can do that for you. And I teach this in my Kura Manifestation program and obviously... There are, there are more ways for you to learn this. And I don't believe that you can Google this. I believe that this is a process that you need to experience. And my program is not a place where you're only going to get knowledge. But you're literally going to get the embodiment of that knowledge. And that's what it's about. If you he heard this podcast, I would love to know what your insights were. Feel free to DM me. And I will lovingly... Um, you know, 
have a chat with you about your insight. I love hearing about it and um, I never know who listens to my podcast so it's always wonderful to know what you know my stories do for you in your life all right my gorgeous soul thank you so much for your time and wherever you are in the world and whatever it is that you're doing I wish you an amazing night or day much love